closer to burnout is you were like a high energy, high intelligent woman. And you're like, I can just power through this ADHD thing. Right. And then we take one of the wheels off and you were working at half capacity, not literally half capacity, but it might have felt like that. Yeah. And and that's where we kind of really need to be careful. We're close to burnout. Right. I'd like to say here though, I hear a lot about self-care. There's the difference between self-care and self-indulgence. And I'm going to sound like a cranky Gen Xer for a second. Go girl, I'm a Gen Xer. Well, I apologize to all your your listeners, but I want want you to understand the difference. Self-indulgent is, I'm not going to get out of bed on Saturday. You ever struggle with your fuzzy brain? I do. Welcome to the Uncluttered Office Podcast. Here I share what I've discovered from my challenges with ADHD and chemo brain. I'm your host, Katherine Avery. I'm a former Wall Streeter, now certified productive environment specialist and ADHD productivity coach with well over 20 years of experience in business, office design, and productivity. I'm a badass cancer survivor and thriver, wife, mom of a teen and a cat, and a lifelong geek. I'm old enough now to be proud of it. I've learned that whether we lose our keys, misplace our files, or constantly forget our appointments, we can design a work and home life that is simpler, easier, and fits who we are with our unique brains. I believe that to be truly productive, we need to learn how to be intentionally unproductive. A strange twist for a productivity coach. But hey, I love to ski, sail, and surf. Listen in and learn how to streamline your space and systems so you can be more focused, organized, and have more time to be intentionally unproductive. Hey everyone, Catherine Avery of Catherine Avery ADHD Coaching, and I'm here today with Dr. Tamara Roser. I'm your host of the Uncluttered Office podcast for ADHD. I wanted to start with the review from Barbara. She wrote great topics and fun to listen to. Catherine is inspiring in so many ways from navigating her way through the corporate world to starting her own successful business. She offers great insight as to how to harness a superpower ADHD brain rather than to be held back by it. Her techniques are clear and helpful. Tamara Rozier, I'm so happy you're here. I'm so glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Sure thing. I forgot to read your bio. <laughs> Winning already. Dr. Razira has been a college administrator, a professor, a leadership consultant, a high school teacher, a national public speaker, and an ADHD coach. Through these adventures, Dr. Razier has developed valuable insight into ADHD and how it affects one's life, such as forgetting to read someone's bio. Her book, <laughs> Your Brain's Not Broken, provides strategies for navigating the powerful emotional aspect of ADHD. Okay, do over. All right, no problem. Yeah, That bio sounds like I have ADHD, doesn't it? Give it all the different. I was a teacher. I was a professor. I was a consultant. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Right? Well, that's it. I mean, you like to do things, many things. You like to do things. And I think that's what that reviewer uh, was talking about for you is you like to do things. And so I think that's a great just a great example of people, in spite of having ADHD, we get stuff done. We do. I had a couple of really different careers. 
and worked <laughs> in Wall Street. Yeah. How's yeah. that for different? How cool is that? Right. A corporate AIG, you know, that little right. known insurance behemoth. Right. And I worked on the international side. Fascinating. And then I worked in Wall Street and I worked as an interior designer for commercial office spaces and then went from there into more productivity. And that became consulting, which became coaching. And then in all that process, found my ADHD. So here we are. Yes, we do a lot of different things. But I'm going to put a boundary on me yapping about myself because we're going to talk today about boundaries. And why I asked Tamara to come on is because this month is all about ADHD and burnout. And I know that boundaries are so incredibly important in order to combat burnout. And I know you've listened to a couple of my episodes. You know that I'm coming off a summer burnout. So it's all very personal to me right now. So I read Tamara's book, which I loved, Your Brain's Not Broken, partly, and this is going to be two parts, because I grew up feeling like I was broken, not just my brain, like the whole Magella. And then the second part was I read this chapter on boundaries. And it starts with boundaries or rules we set for ourselves based on our values and priorities. And this just resonated in such a huge way. The whole book is written in a way that feels kind of like coming home. It doesn't feel too academic. It's not that you don't learn things in the book, but it's just told through story. And I'm a visual kinesthetic. So that's my vibe. Not just me. So boundaries. And burnout. And maybe we start with, are people with ADHD more prone to burnout? And if yes, why? Or if no? Resounding yes, yes, and then some yes. So the reason why, there's many reasons. I'm going to hit the big ones right now. But there's, (laughs) if you have a listener, they're like, I can think of five more. I'm like, yes, that's divergent thinking. And you're right. But I'm going to just list four. Okay. By the way, I did, for those of you who just saw me, I did a hand signal for five and I said four. I, Wow. There's yeah. a bonus. <laughs> what a wing nut there. The first one is we don't really have a good understanding how long things take. Mm. We really don't understand how many hours are in a day, waking hours in a day. And so right there, that leads to we shove a little bit more in a day. Like we were joking, like, hey, we've had all these lives. I can guarantee you, you and I shoved too much into a day at one point. Yeah. How do we get to burnout? By shoving too much in a day. Right. Okay. Our need for speed gets out of control and we just keep cramming. Right. That's the first one. The second one is we really want to please people because we have rejection sensitivity and if you ask me something, I really want to make it happen for you because I like you and I want you to like me. Right. That's the second one. Uh, the third one is we have these great big possibility brains and we're like, well, that doesn't seem too hard. And if Catherine is asking me, she has a good reason and I'm sure I can fit it somewhere and it sounds fun. And it's so we just have this big possibility brain that goes, why not? Right. And the last one is, it kind of relates to the first one. I kind of bumped into it. We have no idea how much energy things actually take. Mm. And, you know, in the book, I talk about how I always miscalculate energy. I think unloading the dishwasher is the same as writing a proposal. Right. One takes two and a half minutes. The other one will take two days. 
Right. But in my little head, I get confused. And I'll underestimate the things that are fun and overestimate the things that are not fun. Right. Well, that's why our brains are low-hanging fruit for this whole burnout thing. We make all right. these cognitive errors in this. So, And I think especially that whole underestimating how much time something fun is. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to say it wrong, so I'm just going to blurt this out. Yeah. I had a bill I needed to pay or a doctor, uh, something horrible that I had to do that I really didn't want to do. It was complicated. It was financial. It was paperwork. I was struggling and putting it off and putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. Right? Yeah. Took me two minutes. Something that I had agonized over for weeks took me two minutes because I was so sure it was going to take me hours to do. Horrible time estimation. And this whole idea of like, we way overestimate the amount of time something difficult is going to take. Oh, I do that way right time? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, I just laugh at myself. You know, I was all worked up that I had to, I had a deadline last night. I was all worked up about this. And I'm like, I'm positive this is going to take eight hours to do. I sat at our kitchen counter. It was something on my computer. And I did it in 30 minutes. Mm. I was like, oh. I guess that wasn't that bad. Right. So That's maybe, why I have people track their time. I'm like, you got to track your time. Yeah. Get a sense of where you're really spending it. But here's the thing. The thing that contributes to the burnout is all that mental anguish that we spend too. We're wasting energy. Mm, true. I, I'm not on your case because I've certainly I've done this. I mean, at least today already is I make a bigger deal out of things that aren't. Right. And that's how we're wired. You know, we can't get down on ourselves, but we can kind of catch ourselves and go, okay, Tamara, you silly goose, you're working yourself up. How about we just do this? Right. And, and sometimes I talk to, you know, talk to myself, that inner coach, and I say, hey, you know what? Why don't you just try it for 10 minutes? If you're in too deep, just stop. I'm like, you know what? That sounds like a good idea, Tamara. Thank you for the help. And so I try it for 10 minutes. And guess what? It doesn't kill me. So I do have to negotiate with my brain because the instinct is, nope, this is too much. I can't do it. Right. Not getting off the dime to do my website because the way it's built in WordPress, it's impossible for me to deal with. And I, of course, decided that we have plenty of time to do a complete company rebrand prior to the International Conference on ADHD. Of course. Which is now yeah. exactly less than one month away. Yes. So we, we're doing it and I'm not getting on. I'm not doing it. It's just not happening. Right. And finally, I said to my assistant, I said, we need to find something else. This isn't working for me. I'm going to go and like just step all the way back. And I'm going to look at this whole problem again and see what we need. And the answer for me was Kajabi. I teach courses. I have programs. Yeah. I have community. All the things I need are in Kajabi. So then the next hurdle was going to be, good, can I actually work in it? So yesterday afternoon, after I was sort of buttoned up with all those tasks that I didn't really want to do, I said, let me just go and play with this and see. I'm going to give myself half an hour and see what happens when I try it. And I was so excited when I got on with my assistant this morning. I said, look at this. And she's like, well, you know, I was going to do that for you. I said, I know, but I had to see if I could do it. Could I get content into a website page 
and give you a basic layout that you can now go and make absolutely spectacular because she's way more. That's her wheel. Right. Wheelhouse. Wheelhouse. What's the word? Wheelhouse. And it was such an accomplishment. And I thought, wow, you know, I only had to take half an hour to find out I can do this. Right. Not perfectly. And that's okay. And I think we should even talk about that. Perfectionism and burnout. Yeah. (laughs) That's where I've hit the wall big time. You brought up something interesting, though. In your self-negotiation, you said, hey, how would I just play for a second? And your ADHD brain's like, I'm sorry, what word did you just use? Because I'm listening. (laughs) And you're like, I said, play guys. We're just going to play. Um, By the way, in my head, there's a whole host of characters. They don't. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So when I say you guys, I'm literally talking to everyone in my brain and I kind of imagine it like, do you remember the Muppets? Yes. I love the Muppets. You know, those two old judges. I have those guys in my head too. And I have the acts going down on stage too. So it's a whole it's a whole thing that happens in my head. But everyone's like, we heard you. We like the word. And I'm like, good. We're just going to play, guys. Mm-hmm. And that's what happens. I, I think if we can like gamify things, it helps. Or just have that mindset. It's gamify. It's convincing the crew in your head. Guys, this is just play. Low stakes here. Because play is meant to release dopamine and we learn from play. Right. And so you're like, let me just tinker. And everyone in your brain went, tinkering's fun. Tinkering's fun. We'll do tinkering. Yeah. And then the, you know, the crowd is like, oh, I'll do tinkering. (laughs) Like, put me down for tinkering. (laughs) All in for tinkering. Way more fun than a lot of the tasks we have to do, right? Yeah. A way to approach burnout when you're starting to feel burnout is ask yourself, why aren't I approaching things with more play? Mm. I've lost that play. By the way, when I'm creeping up on burnout, it's because I've lost that sparkle of play. Right. And I've been close to burnout. I had COVID. I'm, I'm a weird person. I've had COVID right. many times. And my doctor's like, well, this is very interesting. I'm like, I don't want to be interesting to doctors. I want to be boring to doctors. Very boring. But I had COVID several times. And you get COVID brain. You really do. Oh, yeah. I had COVID this summer. Yeah. And so that has been a threat for me to be burned out. Right. Now I have ADHD. Oh, and my brain's not at capacity. And that's similar to chemo brain. Yes. In fact, chemo brain is how I found out that I had ADHD because the wheels were so off. And because it was breast cancer, the progesterone and estrogen, they're just shutting it down in my case. And so suddenly I'm in menopause. I was already on my way. I was 49. But, you know, suddenly uh, the wheels are off. Estrogen gives that little boost that kind of helps you get through many things. And when you start taking it away, you're like, where's my estrogen? And it's not an option for me to have extra estrogen. I I can't. Right. That's really where it started for me. Closer to burnout is you are like a high energy, high intelligent woman, and you're like, I could just power through this ADHD thing. Right. And then we take one of the wheels off, and you were working at half capacity, not literally half capacity, but it might have felt like that. Yeah. And, and that's where we kind of really need to be careful. We're close to burnout. Right. 
I'd like to say here though, I hear a lot about self-care. There's the difference between self-care and self-indulgence. And I'm going to sound like a cranky Gen Xer for a second. Go girl, I'm a Gen Xer. (laughs) Well, I apologize to all your your listeners, but I want want you to understand the difference. Self-indulgent is I'm not going to get out of bed on Saturday and do a damn thing. Whoops. Right. I just swore. Oh, I don't care. Okay. Okay. Self-care is I'm going to get out of bed because I know emotionally that will help me feel better. Right. Sometimes we have to push ourselves a little bit more. Self-care isn't laying around all day. Self-care is actually deliberate. Right. Stopping is for me, self-care is stopping myself from work. I'm not a workaholic. I just love working. Right. So there's a difference between self-care and self-care is intentional. Self-indulgent is, I don't feel like doing things, so therefore I'm not going to. And I like the word intentional because I talk about being intentionally unproductive. Yes. To me, if you decide to be unproductive, you decide I'm getting out Saturday morning and I'm going to stay in my PJs and I'm going to get myself a nice cup of coffee and I'm going to sit on the couch and I'm going to read Tamara's book. Okay. Probably not Tara's book, but that's okay. Great read. But, you know, I'm going to read a fun chick novel or I'm going to watch a chick flick or whatever. And I've made that decision. Now you're really feeling like you're getting a break and getting that sort of sense of self-care. When you just collapse on the sofa with no plan and you get out Candy Crush and you're just playing, your brain isn't getting, oh, this is time off. I'm relaxing. What it's right. kind of doing is like you're in some middle gray zone yeah. and you're feeling guilty that you're not working. Yeah. The molasses swamp. You just put yourself in a molasses swamp. There it That's is. Molasses reference. swamp. And I hear my clients talk about this. Like, well, Tamara, I needed self-care. So I just slept all day Saturday. I'm like, did you sleep all day Saturday for self-care or did you just sabotage yourself? Mm. Because you had some things to wrap up from earlier in the week. Right. I like that, that we're talking about intentional. Right. And I'm not saying we can't stay in bed all day. Knock your bad self out. Right. Let's make sure we don't sabotage ourselves and that it's deliberate. Right. So I will say after COVID, I was in bed all day. Oh, for four or five days. Uh, actually, that's not entirely true. I got sick on a Monday and I was in bed Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And by Thursday evening, I was going batshit crazy. Yeah, because I'm not used to just lying in bed. And of course, I was quarantining. But by then we found out my husband had it. Our daughter didn't. She was, by the way, teenagers. This is very inconvenient. I said, yeah, because when you had Omicron at Christmas, that was so convenient. Because that was we had 10 day quarantines. Yeah, that was really convenient. So (laughs) sorry, I have to just say that. I love love pieces. It was so funny. I looked at her. I said, you know, take a test and go to aunties. Get out of here. Just go. And she's 17. She can drive. Yeah. And it was great. She went up there. She tested every day. She t- was able to take care of herself and her boundaries. Okay. Really valid. I mean, we want yeah. our teens to understand what their boundaries are. But then it was also for us because now we didn't have to. He was quarantined in the basement on the sofa. Yeah. I was quarantined in the master bedroom. Now right. we're both sick. We don't have to quarantine. We can quarantine together. So yeah. we could like lie on the sofa. And there is a huge difference in your mindset when you can move from the bed to the sofa. 
I don't know how to explain it, but it's just like I'm up and I'm out. And the sofa's close to the kitchen. And so we could like get soup and take care of our and we could take care of ourselves. And that's what boundaries are about. It's not just about about thinking you can just lie in bed all day, exactly like you said. It's about, oh, if I eat some soup, I'm going to feel better. I'm yeah. gonna feel healthier. I'm taking care of this vessel that I'm yeah. living in. There's oh, and I can't remember where I heard this from. So this isn't me. I heard it somewhere, but part of setting boundaries is sticking up for yourself, to yourself, and with yourself. Mm. And sometimes you have to stick up to yourself going, you know what, Tamara? You're tempted to work all day Saturday. You need some rest. So can we make a deal? And that's me sticking up to myself. Right. Yeah, you could easily work all day. By the way, a quirky thing about me is I love physical labor. And we live in a house, we just have like 1.8 acres. So it's not like a farmstead, but I love like heavy work. I love moving boulders and I, I love like doing work. I could do that work for 10 hours a day. And in mm. the summer, I'm tempted to, but it's like, okay, one, I'm writing checks. My body's not going to cash. And two, I need to rest. Mm. And so I put boundaries on myself. Right. And and I have to stick out. I have to do it to myself. No one's telling me. My husband is not saying, hey, you get out there and you landscape this new part of the lawn. He's not saying that. Who's saying? It's just me. So I have to stick up to myself. There's times I have to stick up with myself for boundaries. Mm. And it means I have to go, no, 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 girl. You've got the right idea here. Go, I stand up with you. Because sometimes I'm like, well, should I have a boundary around this? Shouldn't I? And I, I need to learn to stand up with myself. Got it. And there's sometimes I have to stand up for myself because I don't feel like I should. And there's a separate part of me that goes, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm going to lawyer up. I'll be your lawyer. You sit there. I have to go. And, and that's kind of how I, I see boundaries have to work. When I break those three things, that's when I'm heading for burnout. Two with and four. Two with and four. Got it. I didn't say them in the same order, but yeah. everyone got the idea. Ever met. Yeah. Now the semantic listener out there is going, well, it's kind of the same thing. It's like, yes, but it breaks it down for me to know who I'm standing up to. Sometimes I have to stand up to myself. Right. Sometimes I have to stand up to others. Right. And there's times I need to hold myself up. You know, put my arm around myself going, we got this. We could do this, girl. I got your back. So again, it's that whole character thing in my head going on. I love that. And it reminds me of that movie that I can't think of right now where all the emotions are a character. That was so good. Oh, I love that movie so much. I guess it was relatable. And the characters of the head kind of reminds me of me. Like I have 50 tabs open in my brain at any given time. Kind of that whole, there's always a, a bunch of things going on with us, which is why we can draw connections and there's all these positives, but it also means we need to set boundaries on that. We need to say, all right, I know I'm going to go down the research rabbit hole on how to do Kajabi. Yep. I know I am. Yep. So I'm going to allow myself half an hour or yep. whatever amount it is. So um, this week, because I am trying to learn it, there's a thing called Kajabi Camp through a group I belong to. And what I've been doing is, is while I eat my lunch, I watch a video. 
Yep. And that's a boundary, right? That's a only in this time am I allowed to watch videos about how to do it. Right. Okay. But here's a little genius. What else would you be doing while you're eating? So the ADHD brain's like, well, I have to be doing something. Right. So I'll do this. And we love the two first. Right. (laughs) We sure do. (laughs) Right. The two for one deals. So um, I get one. (laughs) I mean, we love the BOGOs. That's a great thing about when we have boundaries. Oh, one of my clients has been working with, he's in his late 50s. I guess flossing is a big thing for dentists. Just joking. Of course it is. They're always like, are you flossing? Are you flossing? Most ADHD people can barely brush their teeth, let alone floss. And he was trying to stand up to himself and say, I have got to floss. Right. I'm like, well, that's great. You're standing up to yourself, but you don't have a plan. You don't have that intentionality there. And so we came up with, he bought those little gum sticks, you know, with a little uh, brushes on it. Yeah. And he keeps them in his car. So now when he's driving, guess what? He has a BOGO, a buy one, get one, because he's driving and cleaning. And he talked to his dentist. His dentist will count that as flossing. Okay. And now it's a win-win. That is a win-win. I talk on the phone to my parents in the car that I always say, where are you going now? (laughs) Yeah. But they get a lot more of me than they did before because I would never take that time. It's a little hard in the pandemic. I didn't drive much. Yeah. But I tried to make a point of getting out and and still contacting them. But definitely, we definitely want those sort of two for ones. I could have you here for three hours (laughs) because you're so interesting. But in the interest of time, could you give us a productivity strategy that's one of your favorites? Yes, but it, it's not like a simple little gimmick. I mean, well, maybe someone might think that whole flossing thing is genius. Try it. You do feel like you're hacking time. It's beautiful. I picked it up too. My productivity is mind your energy. Mm. Whenever you're getting close to burnout, literally set alarms every three hours and draw a battery. And like measure how much battery life you have. Or, you know, if for the visual, it's like on your iPhone, you're watching it drain or do a percentage. Oh, I'm at 30%. Right. And really be mindful of how much energy you actually have, not that you wish you had. See, I, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Wait a minute. COVID, COVID was, oh, by the way, I had COVID and then I had long haul COVID, which was uh, Epstein Barr virus. Right which is the mono-like virus, like I was just knocked down where I was sleeping 14 hours a day. If you know me, I don't sleep that long. I, I mean, I can't sleep, but I don't lie around like I'm right. a busy person like you. Right. And I really had to go, okay, what's really my energy today? Mm. And it was sad. One day I cried because mm. I'm like, I wanted more energy today. And it kind of breaks tears talking about it now because I was so sad because my brain has so much more energy than my body did. Right. And really important. Yeah. I had to stand up to myself and go, girl, you don't have that. Right. You can't deliver it today. That's my number one productivity trick. Always minding your energy. Love it. So key. How can people find you? At my author's website, TamaraRosier.com. Okay. 
I do run the ADHD Center of West Michigan, and you can reach the ADHD Center at www.miadhd.com. I am not accepting new clients, and I feel really sad when people listen to podcasts go, cool, I want you to be my coach. And I'm like, Mm. I'm sorry, I have to write a book right now. And so I am not accepting new clients. Um, I'm just still meeting with the clients established. But we have so many great coaches at the center and we have a great center. So please do check us out. Right. And they'll be able to see you speak and me speak at the International Conference on ADHD in November in Dallas. So that's another way you could get some more brilliance from Tamara in addition to her book. I want to really thank you a thousand times for being on. It was so much fun. Oh, you are such a pleasure. So thank you so much. Thanks. Be well. You've been listening to the Uncluttered Office Podcast available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and www.productivitybydesign.com. I'm your host, Katherine Avery. If you like what you've heard, please share this episode with someone you think needs it. I would love for you to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your reviews make my heart sing and can help even more people find the gifts in their productivity challenges. Thanks for listening and see you next week. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.